friends, welcome back to Take a Chance on Me, where we savor Catholic sacred chant and polyphony one morsel at a time. I'm your host, Gwen Christian, and I believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to understand and appreciate chant. I hope the beauty of this music soothes your spirit, helps you to pray, and if you attend Mass, enhances both your experience of and your participation in the liturgy, even if you don't hear this music sung in your local church. St. Hildegard of Bingen, patroness of the podcast, pray for us. Well, brothers and sisters, we are coming to the end of Eastertide. Now, depending on whether you live in the United States or elsewhere in the world, you may observe the Feast of the Ascension on Thursday, or sometimes it's transferred to the following Sunday in place of the seventh Sunday of Easter. Last year, our companion episode, episode 14, featured the offertorium chant, Ascendit Deus, which, interestingly, is the offertorium for both the Liturgy of Ascension and the Liturgy for the seventh Sunday of Easter. This year, we are featuring the introit for the Liturgy for the Feast of the Ascension, Viri Galilei. Let's dive into today's text. Not surprisingly, this entrance chant comes from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 11, which happens to coincide with the first reading for this liturgy. Viri Galilei, men of Galilee, quid admiramini aspiciente sincedum. Alleluia. Why are you gazing in astonishment at the sky? Alleluia. Quim admodum vidistis eum ascendentum in celum, ita veniet. Just as you have seen him ascend into heaven, so in like manner shall he return. If you listen to the second sharing of our recording at the end of today's episode, you'll also hear the following verse. Omnes gentes plaudite manibus, jubilate Deo in voce exultationis. All nations clap your hands, shout unto God with a voice of joy. Let's listen together to Viri Galilei. brings us to musical musings. As always, if you go to our show notes, the very first link that you'll find will open a PDF for you to be able to see this music for yourself in square notation. And one of the first things we can always notice when looking at our music is what mode we are singing in. And this is mode seven. Mode seven evokes a mood 
of joy and of triumph. It's very appropriate for the Easter season. And in fact, we use a lot of simple chant, not Gregorian or Latin, but just simple psalm tones for our school liturgies. And throughout the Eastertide season, we've been using mode seven most of the time. Now, our international audience may not recognize this reference, but most American millennials, at least, will remember the sequel to Steven Spielberg's film, An American Tale. In Fievel Goes West, the character of Fievel's sister has a song that was a huge hit in the late 80s and early 90s. Whenever I'm about to sing a piece in mode seven, I will always hum or even sing a line. Dreams to dream in the dark of the night. That is mode seven. In the same way that I'll hum a little bit of Lord of the Rings to myself if I'm about to sing in mode three, it just locks me into which combination of whole and half steps I am going to be singing in. One more musical tidbit of observation about Viri Galilei is that unlike a lot of chants, this one ranges an entire octave in the notes that we sing, and particularly the phrase Ita Veniet to the following Alleluia, we climb almost an entire octave right in those two phrases. And it's especially appropriate, the music is speaking of what it is we're celebrating by having such a high ascending Alleluia, we are climbing that mountain with the disciples. Let's move on to liturgical living. According to Meredith Gould, the author of The Catholic Home, which if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know that it's one of my favorite resources for liturgical living. The Ascension was celebrated 50 days after Easter Sunday, right along with Pentecost until about the fourth century. From about the seventh century forward, Ascension began to be observed separately 40 days after Easter. Now, the transference of this feast to the following Sunday throws off that count of 40 days, which is why it gets under some people's skin. But the truth is that the Feast of the Ascension has undergone changes before and may well again. So I don't know that it's worth getting upset over. <laughs> Just my, my opinion. To celebrate the Feast of the Ascension, there's actually a tradition in Central Europe to go mountain climbing to celebrate the feast. If you can't actually accomplish that. For instance, if you live in Michigan where there aren't mountains, you could still go hiking as an observance of the Feast of the Ascension. Finally, if you are listening to this episode on the Friday leading into the seventh Sunday or Feast of the Ascension, you are perfectly timed to start praying a novena to the Holy Spirit in preparation for Pentecost. I will include a link in our show notes for a novena to the Holy Spirit. And if you care to join me, please do pray this novena in preparation for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit fresh again for Pentecost. Now, while we're talking about Pentecost, I want to share with you a decision that my editor and I have recently made. Josh and I had some discussions and we came to the conclusion that it's a good idea to hit pause on the podcast for a little while. We're just going to restructure so that the show has official seasons. Next Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, we'll have a, our final episode for the end of this season. 
and then we'll pick right back up again on September 3rd for the observance of the feast of St. Gregory the Great. Now, I know that it might be disappointing to you that we're going to be pausing things for the summer when it wasn't an easy decision to make, but I ultimately think that it's the best thing because it will allow us some time to get the production value of the show back up to what we originally intended, at least before COVID wrecked everything. This will just allow us a chance to recalibrate. And when we come back, we will have all of those features that we intended when we started the show. Recordings of a full scola doing each week's chant, having a lot more guests and a lot more bonus content outside of our weekly episodes. So thank you so much for joining us on this journey. And we are going to continue the journey after a little sabbatical or stay in Rivendell if you're a Lord of the Rings nerd. Let's close the show with my favorite segment, the Sunday Playlist. Now, as always, if you go to our show notes, you'll see a link that'll take you to a YouTube playlist curated especially for you, especially for this liturgical occasion. The playlist is roughly organized in the order in which things were composed, but also trying to keep in the spirit of earlier tracks being more close to the literal chant itself, and then moving into hymnody, ending with more contemporary things like praise and worship to Zay or gospel music. So the first track of this weekend's playlist is just another rendition of the chant itself. And then you have several polyphonic recordings, compositions by Palestrina and William Byrd, who appear quite a bit because they composed quite a bit based off the texts of our proper chants. Moving on from there, track five is a more modern choral rendition by composer Patrick Gowers. You do not want to miss this one. And right about in the middle of our playlist, track number six is a piano fantasy on roughly the same melody. I do especially want to draw your attention to track number eight, which is an arrangement of the hymn Alleluia Sing to Jesus by Robert Hobby. This is sung by the First Plymouth Church in Lincoln, Nebraska in 2015, but actually this composition was commissioned for the visit that Pope Francis made to the United States in that same year. So that makes it just a little bit of a special stick out song within our track list this week. We end with Rend Collective's Build Your Kingdom Here, and there was one hymn that I couldn't find on YouTube, but which appears in the St. Michael hymnal, and that is a text all nations clap your hands. I especially thought this is appropriate because omnes gentis, all nations clap your hands, is, if you'll remember, the verse which can be sung along with our introit chant. Here are the words to that hymn. All nations clap your hands. Let shouts of triumph ring. For mighty over all the lands, the Lord most high is king. Above our mighty foes, he gave us power to stand. And as our heritage, he chose the rich and promised land. With shouts ascends our king, with triumph stirring call. Praise God, praise God, his praises sing, for God is Lord of all. O oh, sing in joyful strains and make his glory known. God over all the nations reigns and holy is his throne. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I'm your host, Quinn Christian, and I'll be back next week with our closing episode for this season. Please tell all your friends to take a chance on me.